Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining us. Over the past few years, a notable trend has been unfolding in the mobile industry. It's driven by the exponential increases in the capabilities of electronic control systems. The trend is the growing adoption of electronic controls to replace traditional manual controls. A newer, younger generation who favor the electronic controls are joining the workforce. But the change is not without risks and costs. And any hesitation on the part of a mobile OEM to fully adopt this innovation, well, that creates a different risk factor. Will this cause these mobile OEMs to lose market share? Will their more manually controlled machines be able to outperform their competition? And even if these OEMs decide to adopt the newer controls, the decisions and risk factors do not end there. New questions arise like, what are the best fit technologies to adopt? How do you effectively navigate the transition? What resources are available to teach employees and users about this new technology? To help us answer these questions is Mauro Silva, Sales Manager for Mobile Electronics at Bosch Rexroth, and Mr. Kevin Kegerice, Vice President of Mobile Sales at Morel Group. Mauro, Kevin, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Well, Kevin, you're a repeat guest on here. You've been with us before. Mauro, this is your first time. Welcome. Okay, thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Mauro. I'm 12 years in Rex Rose, um, 17 years at all in, in a total in mobile world. I started my career as a design engineering and in OEMs. Then I migrated to Rex Rose as a sales engineer and there I was responsible for a mobile application. And now finally here working with, with sales, mobile electronic and electrics. Awesome. Kevin, how, how long have you been with Morel? Well, I don't want to say I lose track, but it's 23 years. It just seems like it's blending in year after year. We have so much just fun. seems like forever. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? No, it's, uh, you know, I've been focused on mobile uh, applications and supporting mobile OEMs my whole career. And I love it. I wouldn't want to do anything else. And now you've got a team of people focusing on absolutely. mobile applications. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're here to talk about electronic controls in the mobile marketplace. So let's dive right in. Mauro. Tell us about it. Emerging controls, new controls. Yeah, I, li I like to normally explain where, what pursue us to to really implement uh, electronic in the machine is the same behavior that we use in the past to migrate from open center to load sensors. Really to improve the machine performance, the machine efficiency. And uh, with in a way that we can uh, enhance the operation to have to be more profitable. Okay, all right, Kevin, are your guys actively involved in the adoption and implementation of these controls? Are they promoting the products? What what role do they play in this? Yeah, so Tim, I think there's a, a consultative role that we play to educate the customers, but also at the same token understand the direction of a marketplace so you know if the, a function or a benefit to a customer doesn't realize an added functionality on their machine why talk to them about it so we have to assess the oem ourselves but then we also expect our, our teams to have the knowledge of the applying of the products and it's not just let's just sell you a controller or one sensor but let's sell you a system type solution. So it could be everything from the pump to the valve 
to how we control the valve. So what we're talking about today is we used to control the valve with manual levers, which there still are industries that's applicable to. You know, there's going to be log splitters for a long time that no one's going to want to put much more than just a, a very um, a very rudimentary valve into All that application. All I need to do is pull the handle. Absolutely. But you know that evolution today to move to maybe having a wired solenoid that we're actuating from the, the cab or from a user console, but then even stepping aside and having maybe a radio frequency remote control. I don't know if you know Morel with our acquisition of Lore Mobile Controls. We have a product offering of radio frequency remote controls, power distribution modules now that we can scale to the OEM's application, which we've never had before. So, and then we get down to the, the sensors around the machine that we can integrate as well that are going to be specific to the various functions on the customer's piece of equipment. So, yes, our teams working with Rexroth, our partner, uh, absolutely, we play a great role in the application and uh, 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 implementation of these solutions. Are these technologies that Kevin's talking about, the sensors, is that part of the product offering or the solution offering that Bosch Rexroth brings? Yes, we, we try to bring a solution uh, from, from end to end. So, I mean, based on sensors, controllers, and software, standard software that we can offer to, to our customer based on their application in order to shrink the development time, the development costs. So, some typical uh, applications that we do have, for example, valve control or ground drive systems, we, we have years of experience developing the software, fine-tuning, make them really intelligent and complete, and we bring the oldest set to, to our customer as a, a way to shrink the development time. Is the development time long? I mean, what's the sales cycle? Is it, is it one month, one year, 18 months? It, it, it can be both, right? Okay. It can be, it can vary a lot. It can be short or it could be long. longer. But if you rely in, in, a, in software that were already validated, that is the case, what we are trying to bring to our customers, it can be very low. So one ground drive system you can commission in, in two, maximum two weeks. Oh, this can okay. be very fair. But if you're going to design your 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 system your control system by the scratch you might lead a longer lead time so or 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 benefits or value proposition to the customer is really to deliver a complete solution with software if i could comment on yeah. that the 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 advantage of working with someone like bosch rexroth on these types of implementations is the complete system so rexroth understands the dynamics, mechanical dynamics of a pump and a valve and a gearbox and the limitations and the inefficiencies. And they can program for that mechanical response of those com components into software that's available. So now that's not your learning curve to endure yourself as an OEM. That is a big, big unknown depending on the capability of the person that's going through that or the company that's going through that. So working with someone that goes from electronics to the mechanical components and understands both. I had somebody say to me the other day, Bosch Rexroth is a giant electronics company dabbling in hydraulics. 
And the reason for making that statement is if you look at what Bosch does across their entire product portfolio, Bosch, that we know in different marketplaces, their electronics put, footprint is second to none. Their, their quality, their manufacturing, their availability of componentry for manufacturing the products, it's unparalleled. So why would you want to work with anyone else? Well, let me, let me play the advocate here, uh, the opposite advocate here for a second. And we're talking about a redesign that could be very time intensive, very long. Um, it sounds like these systems are complicated. There's software, there's electronics. It, I hear dollar signs. I don't know that it's how much, but why is the market driving it? Go, why is the market driving it from mechanical to electrical? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I think the main answer for that is because you can introduce more automation, automated function in the machine that enhance the operational ability of the machine. And for example, you can have a wheel loader and by installing some inertia sensors in the boom and in the bucket, you can, for example, limit the maximum height or make the return to dig or make the active damping control that enables you to, to run the machine faster. So all of this, uh, uh, this benefits really outpace the fact that you're adding cost to your machine. Or taking time or the, an investment of time. So you're saying my machine works better, works smarter, works faster. Exactly, exactly. exactly. And less dependent on the operator's skill level. So if you think about that, in today's workforce and climate, getting skilled operators is more and more of a challenge. So if I can make my machine less dependent on the operator, now as the end customer that's buying that machine, I have more uptime on my machine. But aren't the controls really going more towards game-like controls? Is that something that's happening? Yeah, for sure. The user experience, yes, the, the, yes. the environment. We've actually had customers say, I would like to make my console or my displays more video game-like. And it's a assessment of the individuals or the, 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 the generations of operators that are working on that equipment. Moral, let me ask a different question. Let me take a different approach to it. A manual system easy to maintain, easy to operate, maybe less expensive. Are these electronic controls, are they more difficult to deal with out in the field to maintain or maybe troubleshoot? Yeah, I think to be fair, we need to compare apples to apples. And uh, when we talk about the mechanical controls, mm -hmm. of course, you do not have the same interlock or same functions that you mm -hmm. can carry in the electronic. And on top of that, you, 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 for sure, to maintain the, the mechanical one, you're going to have to have a training, right? For the electronic, same thing. You're going to have to have a training. But the biggest advantage on the electronics is that if you do a suffering way to implement diagnostics functions, you can really indicate properly to the operator what is, where the failure is. And this is, shrinks the downtime of the machine. And this is really a benefit. So, again, the electronic, it's, it depends on how you, you design it. But normally, you can design in a way to be clever and 
gentle, gentile mm -hmm. with the maintenance mm -hmm. guys. Okay. Well, oh, go ahead, yeah, Kevin. I got something to add there because traditionally our customers might get a call from the field. It might, my machine won't move. Mm -hmm. Do you have a gauge? Can you go hook a gauge into a mechanical port? Now they might say, press a combinations of button on your display and I'm going to put you into a diagnostic screen and read to me the case pressure, read to me the, this pressure. Now the engineer at our OEMs that's on the other end of the phone, he already has a roadmap to what might be happening on that machine before the customer could even open a toolbox to get the wrench out required to put a gauge into the system. Interesting. Well, electronic controls in the machines, it gives it more capability, you've said. It improves the troubleshooting, the feedback, uh, more precise. What does the future look like? Five years down the road, Kevin, where, where is this, the controls gonna be? Yeah, I think operator safety is a big, big evolution that's coming. So the ability to sense situations on the machine, make most situations as safe as possible for the user is coming to more and more applications. And how to, you know, by legislation, if, you know, Europe leads in legislation and, and standards around that, understanding that and applying principles and products that meet that legislation it, it will eventually come to the North American market. Um, but that evolution is happening. We're seeing more and more customers ask. I'm sending machines to Europe. I have to meet these standards. So evolving into safety. But it's not just safety that's dictated by legislation. It's safety that's desired for the performance on the machine. How do I put a bubble around the operator right, and keep right. them safe? Maura, what do you think five years from now? Um, to complement Kevin's answer, I think we'll, we'll keep searching for more efficient components. Okay. So I think definitely the, the electric vehicles for certain operation, depending on the data cycles, mm -hmm. we're going to see more and more. And also all the telematics uh, package and, and the benefits that you can have it by running remote services uh, to the machine. I think that, that for sure we're going to see in the next years. So safety and more features, more technology. Exactly. All right. Guys, we're out of time. Thank you very much for appreciating. Marl, thank you for coming. Kevin, it's good to see you again. Maybe we'll have you back in a year from now and talk about what's happened. Okay. All right. Still it. Thank Great. you, guys. To learn more about Bosch Rexroth and their mobile solutions, visit BoschRexroth.com. To learn more about Morel and their systems and solutions, visit Morel-Group.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution in Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson, and remember, keep moving.